The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Patricia Raskin's Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of the host, guests, and callers. And now, here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the second half of Patricia Raskin Positive Living, right here on Voice America, America's Voice. And my guest is Karosh Ostawari. And did I say that right, Karosh? You did. Very good. All right, so Karosh has successfully bridged the gap between the spiritual and material worlds. He has operated a profitable real estate business in San Francisco for the past 25 years and is a trained spirit rock meditation center Dharma leader. He's a certified somatic therapist and offers spiritual and communications classes to men and women in the Northern California prison system. Karosh is dedicated to the practice of cultivating mindfulness alleviating anxiety, and helping his clients and students maintain balance and achieve financial well-being. Welcome, Crush. Thank you so much for having me, Patricia. All right. Well, let me say a couple of things here. Your book is The Money Anxiety Cure, A Path to Financial Well-Being. And I want to tell you that I've done a lot of personal growth work, but this is still something Mm. that is difficult for me. I still have anxiety around money. Now, I'm an entrepreneur, so entrepreneurs, you know, don't have this steadiness. We have up and down, and we can create steadiness, but we always have to be mindful of it. You know, it's not a natural nine-to-five paycheck every Friday. And I love what I do, and I think I'm not alone. I think many of us have anxiety around money. So I really am excited and interested to hear what you have to say, because I do know that when I worry about it and fret about it, it doesn't help me. And when I don't worry and fret about it and just keep moving and growing and taking positive steps, that's when things happen. So on that note, take it away. (laughs) (laughs) You know, first of all, I want to thank you so much for for sharing, you know, your story and and your, your honest, authentic, you know, this part of yourself that's that's very human and, and that we're all relating to because honestly honestly it's 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 something that affects all of us. I mean, I wrote the book for myself actually. Um, you know, I grew up with with a single mom raising three kids. You know, when we migrated here from Iran and and you know I you know grew up in a tremendous amount of worry and, and a state of fear and anxiety because she was struggling. You know, with no child support trying to raise us so. I, I grew up with my nervous system just constantly on a heightened state of uh, kind of arousal, uh, worrying about my future and sense of safety, and so did my mom, and so did my two sisters. And as I got older and started really exploring really what's going on, I really realized, you know, it, 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 it was really my, my body 
and parts of me telling me, hey, you know what, you, you, need, to, you need to slow down, pause, drop in a little deeper, and really put together a plan and get clear about where you're headed. And also distinguish between what's real, legitimate fear, worry, and anxiety, and, and, and what's not. What are some of the extra stories you're adding on top of it? So, I mean, you know, we're all dealing with the same questions, the same challenges, same issues. The question also, is... But let me just ask you, I also think your background has something to do with it, don't you? I mean, the stories or the, uh, the beliefs that you developed in childhood from what you were taught by your family and your parents, I think that's another big piece, don't you think? Well, Patricia, absolutely. I think, you know, when you add stories and conditions and, and, yeah. and our training on top of everything else, um, it, it makes it, of course, much harder. You know, then you've got to unravel not just stuff in your own life, you know, where am I going, what's going on right now, how much money is coming in, what's not coming, and then you're, you're dealing with old stories, maybe stories that you and I grew up with, which is hurry up, you've got to make it, um, you know, and also negative stories. I remember my father always saying money is the root of all evil. Um, my mm-hmm. mom's story was hurry up and get it as soon as you can because, you know, it, there's a shortage of it. Yes, I, I think that was one of mine too. You know, just yeah. be very yeah. careful, don't waste, and if you do, then there's really going to be a problem because you may not get it back. Exactly. I think, now, I think that was imagine, another... Imagine, Patricia, if you live that story out and you don't yeah. stop and pause and really try to, you know, uh, understand that story, and that, with compassion, of course, and spaciousness, and then try to replace that story with something more positive, like what you said earlier, you know, that I, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm going forward, and, you know, Abundance and prosperity could come to me easy, easily and effortlessly. Um, but it's tricky. Very few people um, are willing to step up to the plate and take an honest look at their, not just their psychological state and the stories, but the their real nuts and bolts of what's going on around their finances. Yeah. And I think particularly for people who are entrepreneurs, I think that that's something that, you know, it is not a steady thing. But, you know, today, Karash, I mean, people can have a nine-to-five job and, they may lose that job in the next two or three years. So I don't think we have the steadiness that maybe our parents had, you know, where you stayed in a job. How many people do you know today who stay in a job for 30 years? You, you know, don't you're see absolutely that today. Right. You're absolutely right, Patricia. Yeah. I mean, there, there's, there's, I mentioned this in the book quite a bit, that, you know, there's stuff that we're, we're, in, we're in charge of, which is, you know, we can keep a budget and we could be attentive and have a plan about where we're going and where we want to be when we retire. And... There's a lot of uncertainty that trigger lots of anxiety. I mean, I, I'm, I'm really cl- clearly sharing that in the book and wanting to put that out. We are we're vulnerable. Yeah. You could do everything right, just like in the last uh, recession, and still you could lose your 401k, your investments, your real estate. You know, the equity could go down. But my question is this: What are we doing to add to this uncertainty? You know, do you go into mm-hmm. debt? Do you, you shop to feel better? Do you, you know, are you not planning for your future? You know, I mean, mm-hmm. it, there's uncertainty and there's, there's a lot of unknowns, but what are we doing that we're adding on top of that? that that's the point I'm trying to make in this book is let's, mm-hmm. let's, let's look at all of these things and, and be direct and honest and take some steps forward to put together a unique, special plan that works for each of us. So we're all what, are, what are some of the questions? What do you say to somebody who's listening to this and saying, I'm really worried, you know, I'm, I'm worried that I may not make enough this month, or I'm just worried that my business may not 
do well. What What's your advice? You know, I, I think what, what I try to share in the book quite a bit is, is sit with that worry and really, really see and listen to what does that, not just the worry in your mind, but what does that sensation have to say to you? About the, because anxiety is, is something that also shows up in our body. You know, it's constriction, it's uh, tightness, it's shortness of breath, it's, it's, you know, the way we, you know, we have a hard time uh, getting enough sleep. And, and the question is, when you, when you sit with that and when you, when you can be spacious, what are, what are those voices, those sensations have to say? And really, really try to listen. And then, and then look at, I would say, three things. I would say, number one, look at, you know, when you, when you listen to those, those voices, you know, the, the, your intuition. I mean, what, you know, when they say to you, for example, hey, you know, there's something going on around maybe uh, you asking for a raise or maybe there's something happening that you're avoiding around talking to your spouse about your finances. Maybe that there's, a, there's a message in there around mobilizing and taking skillful action um, and facing some of those areas maybe that you're not facing. Or it could just be simple things. You know, maybe I need to sit down and look at my budget more clearly. Maybe I need to look at the nuts and bolts mm-hmm. around my finances and numbers um, maybe that I've been avoiding. Or it could be that I need to take some classes on, 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 on how to create a financial plan. Or, mm-hmm. or you know. um, then, then again, I think you mentioned this earlier, is the, the, the psychological states and those mental conditions and stories or whatever that we tend to add on top of what's going on. Um, you know, uh, there's lack, there's shortage, I have to struggle. There's not enough out there for me, or I'm not good enough. Whatever the story is, if it's not serving you, it's really good to face it directly. And and I, I mentioned in the book that really try to also be playful around all this. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, I, I want to read a couple things that you've written that I really like. You say, before I jump back into investing in real estate, I took the time to reflect on some of the lessons I had learned in my disastrous prior venture. Number one. Don't believe everything you read or hear. Take it in first and listen to your instinct. I think that's critical. Number two, there is no way to make a quick dollar, which I also believe. But you hear these stories. Oh, come into our company and in five months you'll make all of this money. Right. The third one is understand the parallel and also the inverse relationship between greed and fear. So I think I'd love you to explain those. You talk about starting small. And then you talk about making peace with your situation, no matter what it is. So I really, I really like those. We have uh, about a minute before we take a break, and then we're going to come back and talk about those. So, um, but we have yeah. a couple minutes. So go ahead, tell, tell, give us some of those, particularly the first one. Yeah, I, th- I think you know uh, the, the third piece that I wanted to bring in. I mean, you've got the nuts and bolts, getting comfortable with the numbers, noticing the psychological states, old stories, and then the third thing that we have to really sit with and be with is our is our physical GPS. You know that that inner wisdom that we tend to avoid when we get all these messages from from the outside that says you should do this or don't do this, which are very disempowering. But tuning into your body. I mean, I bring the body in with this book, this, this, this uh, work we're doing in the book, so that people don't forget that ultimately your intuitive wisdom is mm-hmm. dropping into your body and then looking for signals. You know, you feel something positive, it's sort of like a green light in your belly or in your heart or in your chest that says go forward, you know, invest here or, or buy this or don't buy that. 
But if you feel a contraction or if you notice red blinking lights, kind of like on the dash of your car, it means stop, you know, pull over. Stress, all it's saying is, look, there's something wrong. There's something wrong with, with whatever you're doing. Pull over and pause, take a break, and, 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 and try another approach. So it, we've got to give this other part of our lives, which many of us, and men for the most part, women tend to do a lot better with this, but for, for all of us to, to drop in a little bit more and feel what's going on in our bodies so we don't give our power away. And, 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 and go with, uh, you know, the advice of these so-called experts. And we all know the consequences of that in the last recession. A lot of people gave their power away. Yes, what we're yes. trying to propose is come back to yourself, take charge of your life, get your power back, get clear, and then decide how you want to go forward in a way that's unique to you. Not everyone wants to be a millionaire. I mean, whatever your unique view or vision of prosperity is, go with that. You know, create all right, we're going to take all right, we're going to take a break on that note. My guest is Karash Asawari. Say, say your last name again for me so I make sure I say Asawari. Asawari. Okay, like not to worry. <laughs> Karash Asawari. <laughs> and the book is The Money Anxiety Cure of Path to Financial Well-Being. And we're going to come back and talk more to Karash about his book and about ways that you can really help your anxiety cure around money. And what is your website, Karash? Oh, I have it, themoneyanxietycure.com, themoneyanxietycure.com. Stay tuned. You're listening to Patricia Raskin, Positive Living, right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice. We'll be right back. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Women can live their lives to the fullest and realize their dreams for growth and greatness. Georgine Summers knows. As host of On the Edge, Georgine will give you powerful tools and rules to help you change direction in your life and get rid of the fears that stop you from living your dreams. Stretch your boundaries and become the amazing person you've always wanted to be. On the Edge with Georgine Summers airs live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Do the adventures of Indiana Jones leave you curious about this exotic and unusual profession? If so, don't miss Indiana Jones, Myth, Reality, and 21st Century Archaeology with Dr. Joseph Schuldenrein. You'll learn about forensics, ancient civilizations, and human origins. Listen to Dr. Schuldenrein and colleagues discuss their excavations and related archaeological topics, ranging from the unique to the sublime, and yes, even the mundane. Indiana Jones, Myth, Reality, and 21st Century Archaeology, live Wednesday, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific Time, on Voice America Variety. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Patricia Raskin's Positive Living. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to Patricia Raskin's Positive Living. Hi, we are back. You are listening to Patricia Raskin 
And our guest is Karash Asatwari. I had it correct before, Karash. Asatwari. Asatwari, I got it. Right. And the name of the book is The Money Anxiety Cure, A Path to Financial Well-Being. And, you know, as I said in the beginning of the interview, this is something that I go through, and I think no matter where you are, I mean, even though you may be doing well, you know, there's always that in the back of your mind. And I think what we're talking about today is how do you work with those fears and those anxieties so that they don't stop you. And, you know, one of the things that we were talking about during the break is that if you have different avenues, like, for example, for me, I do my radio show, but I also do coaching and I do speaking and those, and I write, and those are other sources. So if you can find other sources of things that you enjoy doing and diversify a little bit, that's another way, not only to reduce your anxiety, but to do more things that you love. What do you think? Patricia, that's very well said. And, and, and I do want to just mention again, you know, many of us in America have these symptoms of anxiety, worry, and stress around finances. And, you know, in fact, the, the American Psychological Association did a survey recently, and they said about 75% of, of Americans are experiencing some kind of anxiety, worry, doubt, confusion around their finances. So, so we're all in the same boat. And, you know, I mean, what we're trying to do is we're trying to manage this, these, these states that come up so they don't run our lives and mm. we don't start living from that place of fear and confusion. And, of course, you know, whatever, you know, when, when that energy is put on top of money, then it goes out and it creates more problems. Um, so I think, as I mentioned, the first step is to take a very hard look, an honest look at your situation in life financially, and, and, and ask yourself, you know, where am I really? I mean, what's my net worth? What, what's coming in? What's going out? I mean, you've got to create a budget. What, what do I need to have a comfortable living, depending on where you're living in America? I mean, where we live here in San Francisco, it's crazy. We need, we need way more money coming in. And the question then is, given the lifestyle I'm choosing, you know, it, do I have enough income coming in from the kind of work I love? Hopefully you're doing something you love and you know, that's aligned with your value system. But oftentimes, you know, we fall short. Um, I, I remember my, my, my entire family as we were kind of growing and progressing economically, we've had, we've, we've had to create a, a multiple sources of income. Um, when I started in real estate, I, you know, I, I, my dream was to, to, to own property and to manage property, but to ultimately to write and teach, and, which is what I'm doing now. But I had to do several different kinds of jobs to be able to manage you know, uh, my real estate business. I mean, commissions weren't exactly coming in. We went through three recessions. My mother and I lost everything three, four times, but we got it back, and now we're doing mm. very well. So the thing is, there's no easy way. There's no quick fix and a shortcut. And even though that's the message that comes, you know, uh, from the media is, you know, hurry up, you can do it now, short-term gain at, at long-term expenses. You've got to think long-term. You know, you, when you put your budget and financial planning up, think long-term. Start every day, every month putting something away. There's something very powerful about that. Um, and it's very fulfilling and and quite honestly, I think, you know, those of us who, who do have some money in the bank, they, there's something very calming about having money in the yeah. bank. Uh, yeah, and, and there's another thing, too. For those people who maybe can't save at the moment, I find another thing, that the next best thing to that is whatever extra money comes in, you pay your debt down. 
So if you have credit card, you just keep paying the debt down. Even if you can't save it, to me, that's savings because you're saving interest payments. Absolutely. You know, Patricia, I think that the things that, that alleviate anxiety, a lot right. of it is paying down debt, getting rid of debt, getting rid of clutter, getting rid of the junk you don't need. I'm, you know, I'm just tell, speaking for myself, but maybe others can relate. Getting rid of the junk you don't need that's taken up space, require maintenance, um, maybe utilizing some of those assets. I mean, we're living in a sharing economy, so there's a lot you can do with that extra car or that extra lawnmower. Or, you know, maybe you have an extra room. You can do an Airbnb type of thing with it. There's so many creative ways now in this new economy, this new paradigm we're in, that you can be creative around how you can not only earn income, pay down your debt, get rid of the, the things that are draining your energy, which that actually... Yeah, and they yeah. turn out to be a good return, actually, on your investment because, you know, who wants extra debt that costs 10 15 20%? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But as you said, today a lot of people are pooling their resources, they're working more in community, they're sharing. I mean, that's happening as well. So there's a, there's a lot of ways to, to work with this and not have to feel deprived. Exactly. I think that's the key. It's like the food thing. It's like, you know, I've got yeah. to go on a diet, and then you just feel so deprived. If there's something you can do to cut back, but do it in a way that it doesn't, you don't feel deprived, you feel okay about it. I think that's so, the key also. That's very well put. I think anything, as you're saying, that is empowering, that leads right. to your joyful existence, that helps you feel more motivated, inspired, so you can actually fine-tune your business plan or fine-tune your interview skills. Yeah, yeah, and I want to say something about that. You know, for example, for me, it might be a massage or it might be body work or it might be working with a coach that you might say or, or it might be going to the gym and, and having a trainer. So someone might say, well, why don't you just save that money? You know, and I'm saying that is what makes me feel empowered and strong so I can continue to do the work, particularly as an entrepreneur where or the work is really dependent on me. And, I, you know, I think I'd love you to address that because I think that's something people miss. They think these I, things are luxuries when, to me, they're not. I think that's very well put. I mean, the, the title of the book is The Money Anxiety Cure, but the subtitle is The Path to Financial Well-Being, which to me means, you know, yes, we have to manage our anxiety, fear, and stress because they immobilize us and put us in fight-flight-freeze states. But it's really about creating that unique vision and, and, and putting it in action, that unique way of feeling abundant and prosperous, um, special. And like you said, for you it may be a massage, for me it may, may be going for a walk. Whatever supports you to feel good um, authentically, though, not just, you know, I'm going to eat a gallon of ice cream and just lounge around on my couch right. uh, or do nothing, which is fine, too. I'm not putting that down. But what... I would put this out to the listener. What supports you to long feel term. long right. term? Yeah. To feel empowered, strong, stable, to build up both your spiritual bank account. I mean, you know, health and well being is important, as well as your material bank account. And when I say those two bank accounts, I really mean that with one without the other, you're gonna feel a little lopsided. So if you have a lot of spiritual stuff going on but no money, it's fine. But it's not like I can walk into Whole Foods and do a chant and they're going to give me a loaf of bread, unfortunately. It just doesn't work that way. Um, we, we, we need both in balance. And then we need to build a bridge between both so that we can feel abundant and, and generous and then be able to not just help ourselves, but help each other, help our community, our neighbors. 
families, um, whoever that is, uh, you know, kind of on the same path of empowerment, um, you know, and I, you know, that's what I'm trying to do right now with the women in the prisons and, and, and you know, really, because those are the people that have fallen through the cracks because they didn't address often, not only are they victims of their own circumstances, but they didn't address these two areas, spiritual abundance as well as material. And when life becomes so stressful, you don't know how to manage the stress, and you're stuck in that fight, flight, freeze, biological survival mode, people do horrible things. You know, not just, not just, you know, theft and all that, but greed in a large scale. You know, don't, don't think these big CEOs and people running these big corporations are not prisoners of their own um, greed and ego and fear and disconnection. You know? mm, I want to read a couple of other things here that you talk about. You talk about journaling and what your inventory is of prosperity, and, and that's not just the dollars. It's your emotional, mental, and physical health. It's your family life, your friends, your social life, your intimacy and romance, your creativity, your satisfaction you derive from your livelihood, your financial state, your environment, your lifestyle, and your spiritual fulfillment. But your financial state is one of those levels of prosperity, not all of those levels of prosperity. And I think that's something that you write that I think is important to note. Well, it's nice to remember that. I mean, we're living in a society, and, and again, we're in one of the most amazing countries in the world, but the, the, the media tends to want to bank on people who are not mentally, emotionally, or spiritually stable. Yeah. If you're in a fear state, they want to make you into consumers and people who are yeah. disconnect, more disconnected. So what you're saying is really important if you can right. take the time All to do it. All right, and we're going to have to close, but um, there are a few things in here that Warren Buffett has said, like invest early and enjoy what you're doing and invest in yourself and, you know, stay away from cards, credit cards if you have to. But what I'd like to say, I'd like to let our listeners know that this book is The Money Anxiety Cure, and the website is themoneyanxietycure.com, and my guest guest has been Karash Asadwari. Asatori, I think that's right. All right, thanks so much, Crush, for being on the program. It's my pleasure. It was really fun. Thank you. All right. All right, stay on the line for a minute. All right, folks, this wraps up Patricia Raskin, Positive Living, right here on America's Voice, which is voiceamerica.com. Stay tuned for next week, and take a look at my website, patriciaraskin.com. Remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. Until next time, I'm Patricia Raskin. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of Patricia Raskin's Positive Living. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.